Coming up, the Senators knock off the Bruins and the Stars get a late goal to down the Predators. This is Locked On Game to Game NHL. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. Local experts going over the biggest stories on the ice. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Rope Hintz scored two of the Stars' three goals on Tuesday, the last one with less than a minute to go to clinch the win over the Nashville Predators. Locked On Stars recaps the Dallas victory. The Dallas Stars came off of their Christmas break and picked up two big points against their rivals, the Nashville Predators. Hey everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast. And the Stars and the Predators and everyone else in the NHL on Tuesday night was coming off a few days rest from the Christmas break. And the question for the Stars going into this brief two-game road trip was could they continue to build some distance between themselves and the rest of the teams in the Central Division as the best team in the group. And so far, the answer has been yes. The Stars pick up this big win in Nashville. Rope Hint scoring the game-winning goal with less than a minute on the clock in the third. He also picks up a power play goal in the second period, and that goes alongside the goal that Jamie Benn scored in the first. Certainly not the prettiest game, and you expect there to be some errors and some mistakes in the first game back after some extended time off, but at the end of the day, what's important is the Stars found a way to get two points with a ton of penalties being called in that middle frame. The Stars go one for six on the power play. The Predators go 0 for three, and the Stars definitely have some things that need to be addressed on on the power play right now that second unit in particular just some weird combinations being placed out there and it seems like they might need to shuffle some guys around and maybe pull some guys from that unit and try out a few new faces to see if they can generate some good offense and then of course a good performance from Jake Ottinger as well and a pretty good outing from Freddie Olofsson making his NHL debut no goals but he definitely generated some good looks uh four shots on goal for Olofsson in this game and one in the third period uh, a kind of weak lifted pass from the Nashville Predators that he picks up and is able to get a shot, but not necessarily on net goes just wide of UC Saros and the cage, but all in all, a really nice debut from Olofsson who has been waiting his turn uh, drafted about eight years ago and finally making his NHL debut and seems like he'll be with the team as they head to Minnesota on Thursday, but we'll break down this game against the Predators in its entirety on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Stars. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Maple Leafs fans certainly happy to see an overtime win over the Blues on Tuesday night. Locked on Maple Leafs, of course, is one of them. Happy to see a good start after the winter break. What a way to come off the holiday break. The Toronto Maple Leafs earn a 5-4 victory over the St. Louis Blues as William Nylander was the hero in overtime, beating Jordan Bennington with a sweet backhand finish. It was definitely an entertaining one. We had a lot of chances on both sides of the goal. TJ Brody with a rare penalty shot in overtime. Unfortunately, that was not what ended the game. Don't worry, William Nealander had the Leafs covered on that one. He made no mistake on his chance in alone on Jordan Bennington. But it was the depth scoring that came in for the Leafs. You had Justin Hall, Callie Yarncrow, Alexander Kerfoot all scoring for the Leafs, providing that secondary scoring that this team has desperately needed. John Tavares also scored. As the Leafs won their third straight game, they are 10-2-1 in December. We're going to break down more from this game on the latest edition of Locked On These Podcasts. Also discuss a little bit of Team Canada at the World Juniors. 
After Tuesday's matchup in Winnipeg, the Jets have now lost three straight, while the Wild have won seven of their last eight. Locked on Jets and Locked on Wild go over teams trending in opposite directions right now. Folks, injuries, fatigue, and illness are really starting to take their toll on the Jets. Winnipeg have lost six of their last nine games and three straight with the defeat to the Minnesota Wild 4-1. Winnipeg wasn't exactly outclassed, but certainly on the few mistakes that the Jets made, Winnipeg got punished, and uh, unfortunately, Hellebuck wasn't at his absolute best, which for a team that currently has one scoring line and three depth lines... That's not going to be enough for the Jets to see it out, especially if Winnipeg is only only going to score maybe one to three goals a night. The Jets are desperately needing a push from somewhere, uh, an external trade of some sort, a call up, something to get this team back on track as, you know, the, the roster depth continues to take hit after hit after hit. We'll talk about what went wrong for the Jets and how they can start to prepare for at least some external solutions on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. This has been Harrison Lee of Locked On Jets signing off. Thanks again. Have a great night and go Jets go. Another solid goalie performance and a first NHL goal for a member of the Wild. Hey, everybody, Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 4-1 to win for the Minnesota Wild over the Winnipeg Jets to start the post-Christmas portion of the schedule, and the Wilds got off to an early start. Power play goal for Jared Spurgeon, then a goal for Matt Zuccarello. They uh, also got a goal from Freddie Goudreau tonight, and then an empty netter for Sammy Walker to give him his first goal in the NHL. But the big story, Philip Gustafson, he picks up another win he is 7-1 and one since November 19th with a league-best 1.74 goals against average. That trade by Bill Guerin continuing to look like a win-win, and the Wilds get a great one in Gustafson. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. Colorado fell flat as the Coyotes scored six goals, made it look pretty easy against the Stanley Cup champs on Tuesday. Locked on Avalanche disappointed with the effort. All right, the Colorado Avalanche come out of their Christmas break on a four-game winning streak, and a lot of people thought, all right, well, we're picking this thing back up in Arizona. But Arizona has seemed to have the Avalanche number the past number of seasons, and they did last night a 6-3 to three win for the Coyotes over the Avalanche. The Avs just could not get in sync for the majority of this game. I know with the Christmas break, the mandatory – travel day on the day of the game might have played as a detriment to the avalanche but there are excuses all around that could be made the avalanche just have to step up in games like this and they just didn't as they dropped one to the arizona coyotes yeah they were always chasing in this game it seemed like it never had uh, a lead and, and they, they, they got it to three to three but the goal was disallowed because cal mccarr was off sides and then what happens? They couldn't get another one. And, you know, Arizona scores the goal to, to give them a, a two-goal lead. And it was just – they were just always playing catch-up. It was just one of those ugly games. And when they ha- they've they had games, that's four-game winning streak. They're catching up to all these games and they're forcing overtime. And, and you just kind of expected them to do it again. But it doesn't happen all the time. And it didn't happen last night against Arizona. So you, you have to take this loss and you have a day off. And then you're back at home against – the Kings, but this one, uh, it wasn't pretty. You could put it in the ugly category and move on. The Oilers taking the latest installment against their rival, the Calgary Flames, with a one-goal win last night. Locked on Flames is rightfully frustrated with the outcome. 
Hello everyone and what a frustrating loss for the Calgary Flames tonight in the regular season finale of the Battle of Alberta. What's up everyone? I'm Jess Belmosto from Locked on Flames and I cannot express how frustrated I am with that third period penalty from Andrew Mangiapane. That is what cost the Flames the game and you know you can't look back at things and say, well, if that didn't happen, but I can say with the utmost certainty that you can say, the Oilers probably weren't going to score had Mangiapane not taking the silly penalty. And of course, you know, Stuart Skinner did look fantastic for Edmonton and the Flames got goal lead once again for the season. Biggest enemies of tonight was wasn't the Oilers. It was, in fact, the post. I don't even know how many times the Flames rang the doorbell, but it was a frustrating, very frustrating time. And, of course, you do have to look at that top six. Milan Lucic did absolutely nothing, contributed absolutely nothing to that Huberto and Kadri line. When is that experience going to end? And when can we switch Razichka and Lucic in the lineup? Thank you all, and I will be hanging out with you later today on Locked on Flames. Coming up, two of the best in the West meet up in L.A. This is Locked on Game to Game NHL. Today's edition of Locked on Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online. It is the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. You can head over there to get the latest odds, the trends, whatever sport you are interested in betting on, basketball, hockey, football, whatever it is, you can do that at betonline.net. It's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Kings were able to get a 4-2 win over the Golden Knights, and they inch closer to them in the standings in that process. Locked On Kings and Locked On Golden Knights are here with all the details. The LA Kings win a showdown between the top two teams in the Pacific Division. Hi, I'm Eddie Garcia with the Locked On LA Kings podcast. The first place Vegas Golden Knights are in LA to take on the second place Kings. Two teams will be tied 1-1 after one. LA took the one nothing lead on a Gabe Velarde goal, his team leading 15th of the season. Vegas would tie it up with former King Michael Amadio scoring a goal. Second period, Golden Knights grab a 2-1 lead. Another former King, defenseman Braden McNabb, made it 2-1, but LA bounces back behind Philip Deneau's 10th of the season. We were tied at 2-2 going into the third. In the third, Alex Ayafalo scored what would be the game winner on a nice feed from Victor Arvidsson, who then added an empty net goal as LA skates off with a 4-2 victory. Kings goalie Phoenix Copley allowed two goals on 25 shots. He improves to 7-1 and one as a Kings starting goaltender. Kings get their 20th win of the year. They're 20-12-6 and six in the season, and they're 5-0-1 oh, in their last six as they move three points back of Vegas for the top spot in the Pacific Division. We'll have a full recap of the win over the Golden Knights on Wednesday's show. For more, check out Locked on LA Kings wherever you get your podcasts, your team every day. Vegas Golden Knights fall 4-2 in Los Angeles versus the Kings. Hey folks, Chris Golick here. Locked on Vegas Golden Knights. The Golden Knights could not get this one going. Unfortunately, uh, things didn't turn out the way that we would have hoped after that big overtime shootout thriller victory on Friday night. But coming out of the break, VGK could not start off the way they would have liked. Trail by one actually had a 2-1 lead in the second period of this game. Alec Martinez goes down in the first period does not come back to the ice we'll wait and see if we get a report on his status just adds on to the laundry list of injuries the VGK currently has maybe we'll get some reinforcements tomorrow in Anaheim folks for everything Locked On Vegas Golden Knights please check out the Locked On Vegas Golden Knights podcast your team every day 
Chicago Blackhawks have hardly anything going for them right now. Chicago let Carolina take 23 shots in the first period last night, and the worst record in hockey took its third shutout in the last 10 games with that loss. Locked on Blackhawks looks over another disappointing defeat. The Chicago Blackhawks get blanked three to nothing by the Carolina Hurricanes for the second time this season, and they've now also been shut out six times through their opening 33 games. What's up, everyone? Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks here. Following a nice 5-2 win on Friday night for the Chicago Blackhawks over the Columbus Blue Jackets, it was back to reality here after the Christmas break. Tank season is back in full effect. The Blackhawks got absolutely throttled by the Hurricanes basically all night long. There was like a 10-minute stretch in the second period where they looked okay, but other than that, it was all Carolina, and credit to Peter Morazic in that for Chicago, making a career-high 46 stops, really handled the onslaught of shots Carolina threw his way well. The offense just couldn't do anything, but it's kind of been the story of the season and was to be expected going up against one of the best defensive bunches in the entire NHL. For more coverage on this 3-0 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes, be sure to check out tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The Capitals shut out the Rangers to push their win streak to five games yesterday. Lockdown Capitals goes over a big night for Darcy Kemper. Washington Capitals shut out the New York Rangers by a score of four to nothing. Hi, this is Dan Holmey of Locked On Capitals. Well, Darcy Kemper was flawless as he stopped 32 of 32 shots with the win tonight. The Capitals move past their Metro Division rivals in the standings as they have won their sixth road game in a row to tie a franchise record with a four to nothing win over the Rangers. The Capitals have won six straight games, five straight games overall, and have won 10 of their last 11. This was a game that saw a lot of offensive firepower by the Capitals as there were goals by Gustafson, Shiri, Marcus Johansson, and Lars Eller. The Capitals hope to stay in the win column as they take on the Ottawa Senators next. Keep it locked to Locked On Capitals, and I will keep you updated on all the news with your Washington Capitals. Locked On Capitals, your team every day. There are not many teams that can say they have a win over the Boston Bruins this season, but the Ottawa Senators are now one of them after they beat Boston in a shootout last night. Locked on Senators tells you how Ottawa found a way to beat the best record in hockey. The Ottawa Senators come away with a victory up against the NHL's best team at a packed CTC barn. I'm Brandon Piller from the Locked On Senators podcast, and the Ottawa Senators get a 3-2 shootout win over the Boston Bruins. And this one was all about goaltending. Hashtag goalie friendly show. Cam Talbot was the best player in this game with 49 saves, keeping the Sens alive. And the Sens got outshot absolutely terribly in the third period, but he made some huge saves, including one on David Pasternak to send it to overtime. It was an OT thriller going all the way to the shootout. And the hero was Alex Dabrinkit. He had a goal earlier on in the game, and he kept it rolling with the only goal in the entire shootout sequence. So your Senators start off great after the Christmas break, and we'll break this game down in the postcast. Ilya Sorokin only needed to make 19 saves to win his 100th NHL appearance, and the Islanders beat the Penguins in the process. Locked on Islanders goes over that lopsided win. The New York Islanders played their most complete game in a while and trounced the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-1. to 
Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. This was an outstanding effort. And I think the key to it for the New York Islanders was twofold. Number one, they skated extremely well, never stopped hustling, won a lot of those 50-50 puck battles and really controlled the tempo of the game with their skating. And then the other one was they were not afraid to shoot the puck. They didn't give up a lot of chances. And when they got chances, they shot first and took advantage of them. Some goals on rebounds. Just from top to bottom, an outstanding performance by the Islanders. Final score was 5-1, to one, but it wasn't even that close. Two goals for Matthew Barzal, a goal and two assists for Josh Bailey. All the Islanders players coming up big in this one. For more, listen to and watch the Locked On Islanders podcast with me, Gil Martin, wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it today for Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Make sure you are subscribed to Locked On NHL and, of course, your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.